Hey everybody! Hi there, welcome back to Planet in God. We are continuing our journey through the Gospel of Matthew. Yep, we're in chapter 17. Chapter 17, so hopefully you read it. If not, this is your time. Pause the video, go read it, and then come back and we'll give you our thoughts and notes. Alright, so let's dive in. Let's dive in. So, if you remember from yesterday, chapter 16, I, the Larry version, um, end chapter 16 at verse 26, personally, because uh, 27 and 28 are the prophecy that are fulfilled in chapter 17. So from chapter 16, 27 through 17, 10, you have the prophecy of the Son of Man coming in his glory, and those that are standing there will not die until they see it. And then chapter 17, Again, 1 through 10, that fulfillment. You have the, um, the three guys, Peter, James, and John, all there. They see Jesus in his transfigured state, what he would look like when he comes in glory. And that's why that prophecy gets essentially fulfilled almost straight away. And what we learn about this is we learn what... Jesus' heavenly body is going to look like that transfigured body, right? Um, his face shone like the sun. His clothes became white as light. And like this would be like that LED, that super bright LED light. Yeah, I lighting. love that it's explained. Yeah. You know, they don't just say transfigured and then they don't, they, they at least give you some idea of what that meant, right. what that meant. Right. I really like that too. Yeah, and then it's interesting how the two people that appear with Jesus are Moses and Elijah. So, um, quiz time. Do you know what that means? To have Moses and Elijah. Well, Moses was during the law, mm -hmm. and Elijah was a prof was during the prophets. Yeah. Well, High five. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. So Moses represents the law because the Mosaic law comes through him. And then Elijah represents the prophets because Elijah is seen as the greatest prophet. I think it's fascinating that uh, during the transfiguration that the Lord allowed them to see the two. Yeah, not only just see them, but actually recognize who they are. Right. And hey, you've got Moses and Elijah here. You've got Peter recognizing that. And he would have never known either. It's pretty crazy. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So. Um, and then we have the second back call or voice of God in verse 5. Um, if you notice that this come, the voice comes out of a bright cloud. And we see that um, Yahweh is typically depicted as sh being shown as a white, as a cloud. We see this throughout Exodus and Numbers. Anytime you see the Lord and his presence, it's in a cloud. What verse are we on? Um, so that wraps up um, 1 through 9 in my notes. And then I break it up verses 10 through 13 with the disciples asking about Elijah's prophecy. So let's go. All right. That. Well, yeah. So <laughs> in that, you, have, you see here the disciples not understanding what Elijah's prophecy is, what that means. Uh, that's just really Jesus is calling out the fact that there has to be a forerunner to the Messiah. This is a prophecy from Malachi chapter 4, verses 5 and 6. 
And then we see in verse 12, essentially what, what happens to the herald will happen to the king. So Jesus is referring to the fact that um, Elijah has already come, meaning John the Baptist. Later they recognize that. That's who he's talking about. But what he's referencing here is the fact that John the Baptist was rejected and then killed. The Son of Man must also be rejected and then killed like the herald. Which is pretty crazy to see that. Any thoughts on those? Nope. Just everything you said. Wow. Yeah. I'm just all full of it. And then we get into verses 14 through 20. And depending on um, the Bible that you have, you'll have a verse 21. Um, some of the newer texts will omit verse 21. Um, that's not an error in the translation, but that's just because different Bibles, different translators use different manuscripts. And some of the older manuscripts contain different things, like verse 21. Other manuscripts don't. What's important to reference, to know though, is that just because you look at a verse like verse 21, it doesn't actually add anything to the overall context of the scriptures. So having it there is great. Not having it there is still just as great. So did you have it in yours? Um, I well, so I'm I've been using New King James lately, and that has verse 21. Yeah, but the ESV, has it. right? The ESV and the NIV don't. Yours is a New King James. Oh yeah, this. Yeah. Well, I go back and forth between that one and my ESV. So. Yeah. Um, but long and the short of it. <clears throat> the overall context of what is being said here does not change whether or not verse 21 is there or not, which is the important part. And really the overall context is that you have Jesus encountering another demonically possessed person and his disciples are not able to cast that demon out, right? And it is because of their lack of faith. That's the context and the point of this. Uh, it's very likely that this occurred well Jesus, Peter, James, and John were on the mountain. And so you have the rest of the disciples left on the ground doing works, right? Trying mm -hmm. to do works at least, and they're failing. And Jesus is, you know, chastising them for that because, you know, that would have included Judas Iscariot, which we don't know when exactly he turns, but at a certain point he turns from being a good guy to the bad guy because he starts to realize that, oh, this Jesus isn't going to bring about a kingdom, right? Because his focus is on money and getting money. Well, it just shows that his heart was never truly right. for Jesus right. anyway. And it could have been Judas that was trying to do this um, expulsion, right? Right, and he's it failing. Doesn't say it doesn't who. say who. It's just that they had a lack of faith at that time. And it's their lack of faith that causes them to... Uh, to not be able to do that. And that just comes into a, a smaller sub-theme within the book of Matthew, and that is the lack of faith of the Jewish nation, the Jews themselves, right? What the Jews reject, the Gentiles will accept. I'm pretty sure I've said that before in one of the other videos. And then the last section is verses 22 through 27. So I put 22 and 23 in their own section. Oh, because in 22 and 23, you have Jesus starting to explain 
the death of the Messiah. This is the second time that he references the death, burial, and resurrection. Um, but this time he includes the fact that he will be betrayed. Right? Someone is going to betray him. Um, he'll be put into the hands of men. They will be killed. He will be raised on the third day. This, however, makes them sorrowful, which th that just goes to show that Peter learned from the last time. Right? The first time Jesus talked about this, he yelled at Peter, get behind me, Satan. Right, right. right? And this time he's not doing that. He's, they're just sorrowful because they don't fully understand yet. And they're not going to fully understand until Pentecost. Right, well, that's, that's when, when they get the Holy Spirit. That's when they get the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit, as Jesus has said, will bring to remembrance everything that has happened. And so that's when they'll understand what's going on. And now we get into 24 through 27 to wrap up the chapter. This is talking about the taxes. Yes, this is talking about the taxes. Um, so the big point here is that Jesus is the Son of God. And he is the one, as a son, he is greater than the temple and the temple tax. Right? As he says to, in his discourse with Peter, right, the sons are free. The sons don't have to pay the tax. And Jesus is just essentially driving the point that he is the son of God. Yeah. But then to not offend the Jews, the rest of the Jews, he provides for that tax. Right? This is just further proving the point that, to Peter at least, that Jesus can provide in any situation, right? He's already fed the 5,000, he fed the 4,000, so he sees Jesus providing for the physical needs of people, and now he's providing for the taxes. This is just the lesson in the provisions of the Savior. Very cool. Yep. you have anything else? Not for this one, you? Nope. Wow. I know. Cool. Well, quick and easy, hopefully, uh, video for today. Yeah, we will see you guys in the next one. See you tomorrow for chapter 18. Bye.